It's gonna be a good day Do. Another Choose Your Own Adventure podcast here from us. As always, I'm Chad. And I'm Eric. And a uh, little yeah. bit of a different scenario. Well, we're back for part two of our two-parter. Yeah. You know, yeah. part two of the two-part. Forest of Fear. Yeah. Part de. Yeah. The yeah. really scary half. That's the subtitle. It's the Forest of Fear. The really scary half. Nice. Yeah. So y'all better get excited. Yeah. So if you don't remember, if you didn't listen to last time, um, definitely one, go back and listen to it. Yeah, it was actually you know, pretty good. If you want to. It was, but, it was uh, yeah. Uh, we, should we spoiler it? We shouldn't spoil it. We should just say that this two-parter episode, the first, the first half was very different. Then what the second half is going yeah, to entail. Yeah, they're very like, self-contained stories within Absolutely. themselves. So they so, don't really go together yeah. so that you didn't miss out on anything other than us being hilarious right. in the other episode. See, what happened was we recorded this super long podcast and we were yeah. like, wow, this podcast is super long. And I was like, yeah, we're going to have to this guy in two. And so, you know, here we are back doing happened. a separate introduction for an episode we already recorded. So a little bit, uh, you yeah, know, we're be, like rolling with the punches. Might be a little disjointed, but you guys will. It's fine. So, okay. The choice we made, so it was after our first respawn. Right. We've had just one respawn. We're going back for our right. second. So we had concluded our first storyline in, in episode one, one of Forest of Fear. Yep. And now we have decided to go back to the very first choice in the book. So we are going to um, stay and read and our read, uncle's manuscript. Yeah, read so Jason's manuscript. At least listen to like the first 10 minutes of the other one so you can get that pre-story. And then we'll Right. A lot of backstory here. Uncle, yeah, we Fire Tower, etc., etc. Hardy har har. Yeah. Yeah. So He's a writer. He is a writer, and we're reading his manuscript about ridiculous and interesting things like a, for, a, a, spirit uh, tree. a spirit tree. Yes, I was like, a forest. Well, yes, it is a forest. Anyway. It's a tree in the forest. Listen to the beginning part at, late, at least for the first 10 minutes, and then come back to this. Or listen to the whole thing. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's your prerogative. We won't force you to do anything, but we do have good recommendations, I think. Right. So that's, our, a, our that's a recommendation. Our opinions are pretty on spot. Yeah, you can pretty much trust us on anything. Like, if you just generally need advice, we're there to reach out. Like, yeah. We give great advice. Do you remember that one time we did, like, a what, or, like, Ask Cherik? Yeah. And lots and lots of people really asked us deep life uh, questions. They did. And by lots and lots, I mean, like, three. But it's okay. No, there was, like, five. Okay, five. Solid five people. We but we really helped them anyway, out. Anyway, we're tangenting. Yes, as we do. As happens. So, so enjoy yes. part two of Forest and Fear. Yes, the really scary part. The really scary part. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so uh, here we go. We are reading a manuscript. Woo. Bye, y'all. I, I mean, see you in a minute. Well, I guess should, have we done the, our, no, the, our, yeah, the our, our, our thing? Yeah, no, that, oh, right. Oh, right. we should the come thing together that we, for Right, this we part. should, right, exactly. Ooh, see, we're all flustered. See, yeah. We're, this oh my weird. gosh, splitting up an episode okay. is just unnatural. Okay. So, <laughs> before we get into the second part. Before anything else before can happen. Before the forest of fear. Before we take one the more step scary portion. toward the manuscript, we need to come together as... Cherrick. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we remembered that. Yeah, that's important. That's definitely important. Now we can start off on the uh, right foot. On the right foot. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, see you all in a few. Well, I won't see you, but I'll see y'all on the flip side. I was gonna say in a few I seconds. Don't know. Whatever, but man. We've been talking for ten minutes. Just let him listen to the book. That's not even true. That's over exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Eric, why didn't we do this this whole time? That's a great question. I feel like we've just I don't know how long that first part was. I'm going to guess like 30 35 minutes, maybe more. Probably more. Complete waste of time. Mm, kind of. Yes. I 
I don't disagree with you, but I don't agree with you either. Like one of my friends, his son, she mm-hmm. has two sons. Two they, sons. They went to see the movie Sing. Do you remember? It was an animated feature. With animals? It was animals. I never saw they it. They were like doing but I know an what American you're talking Idol about. thing, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the younger one, you know, you know, we asked, you know, like what was, you know, if he enjoyed the movie. He's like, yeah, no, I liked it. It was funny. I liked the rabbits. And the older one. We're like, well, what did you what did you think? And he's like, complete waste of time. Mm. And you're, you're you're the older one. I'm the older one talking about the beginning part of this book. I'm the younger we one. We read. A I like page the rabbits. And a half. I like the rabbits. We've read a page and a half. And um, you're already way more into the story. I'm already way more into the story. Mm, I mean, you're not wrong. I am too. So we, uh, it's nighttime, and we sneak out of our little screen room um, to get the pages to Jason's book. Yep. And we take it back, and we're reading it, and it's intriguing, and it's unfinished, obviously. Um, So we don't really learn anything new. But at the bottom of the unfinished page so far, there's two words that catch our attention, and it's spirit possession. Nope. Mm -mm. And so, like, we are like, is Jason maybe possessed? Hard pass. What about this tree? So we're still really intrigued by all of this. And so... The next morning we wake up and we realize that the pages are still like on our cot with us. And so we're like, we have to sneak Crap. these back to the table without Jason noticing, hopefully. Thankfully, after breakfast, Jason's like, I'm going to go get more water because there's no running water and he always needs water. So he leaves to go get water and we put the pages back where they belong. Now, like, we're wondering what could be so dangerous about this tree. Is there really, like, possession going on? Like, is this a made-up story? It's just a story, right? it's a fictional book that our uncle is writing. Like, this can't be all real. But just to make sure, and out of curiosity, we tell them that we're going to go hiking after breakfast. And Jason's like, well, pack some sandwiches because I can't go with you. I've got to finish this book. I'm not going to be great company. And we're like, that's okay. We'll just wander. We're like, no, we'll just wander. No biggie. And Jason grins. And he's like, you'd better not just wander. I'll tell you a couple places where you could go. Two great, two great trails right. leading from so the there are, Yeah, there are a couple safe trails that won't get you into much trouble, hopefully. One of them goes to the left, that, and it leads into the meadow. There's a burned out log cabin down there. You might find some arrowheads. Cool. Who knows what awesome, awesome things like a 14-year-old could discover at a burned out cabin. Sounds yeah. pretty cool. Sounds pretty cool. The other... And he points through the doorway toward that direction, goes up to Wolf Ridge. Fuck yes. Which that's two. That is definitely two. Yeah, that's like that's the big two. That's a <laughs> that's a big one, Chad. You know, there's like bitch, and then there's damn. That's four. And then there's Five. Uh, shit. Um, <laughs> seven, eight. Uh, so. <laughs> So Wolf Ridge was something that Isaac mentioned. Isaac mentioned Wolf Ridge because he said anybody who goes past Wolf Ridge is gonna he's gonna shoot right. him. He would he wants to shoot them like he wishes he could. In, yeah. In a perfect world, in Isaac's perfect world, he would shoot them. <laughs> he would shoot anybody who goes past Wolf Ridge. So foreshadowing uh, much, Isaac. If we choose the trail to the meadow, we turn to page ninety-two. Uh, if we choose the trail to the ridge, we turn to page thirty-three. So. Chad. Yeah. What do you want to do? Oh, I think we should definitely go to the meadow. Those arrowheads sound awesome. Was that a hint of sarcasm I heard in your voice? Oh, 100%. Yeah. So no, we're totally really going to, to Wolf Ridge. Is go to the ridge. Like, why would we not go to Wolf Ridge? Because there's a burned out cabin with arrowheads? Lame. We did, we did old cabin with nothing in it already. Okay, but what if in this old cabin there's a dead body... And inside the dead body Uh -uh. is a key that leads to a Uh -uh. secret underground bunker with a bunch of old uh, gold. Okay, here's my only thought. And I don't think Louise has written many of these books, so she's not as tricky as like R.A. Mm, or mm -hmm, Ed. mm -hmm. R.A. or Ed, if you chose Wolf Ridge, which is clearly where they wanted you to go. Right. Because they mentioned it earlier. Right. It would be lame sauce. You think so? But if you went to the meadow, the unexpected choice. It'd be awesome. Something amazing might happen. Right. I don't have this kind of faith in Louise. Really? No. I think she subtly dropped Wolf Ridge 
right. into casual conversation at the beginning of the book. And now definitely wants us to go there. I'm in. Let's go. I think that's where this tree is. I agree with that. Because uh, Isaac is clearly uh, not wanting anybody outside of the forest area to visit there. So also, something's got to be important. Isaac and Henry may be like the same person. You mean Isaac? Yeah. <laughs> if only you could see the face Chad is giving me. I uh, roll emoji. <laughs> So let's go to page 33. Uh, Eric, what'd you think of that? That was shocking on so many levels, Chad. Yeah. Utterly shocking. <laughs> that is that is what you said. Uh, uh, but a few moments ago. Yeah, no, like... By the end of this um, portion, my jaw was, like, on the floor. So just be prepared to be wowed. <laughs> In a, not a great way. Well, let me see if I can do this segment justice. You did a great job reading it, so I can only imagine how great it will be when you summarize. Okay, so. Okay, so. Okay. How do we go? Uh, we tell Jason, hey, uh, I think I'm going to head up to Wolf Ridge. Right. And he's like, okay, I mean, that sounds fine. First off. You should definitely make yourself some lunch. It's going to be a while. And whip up a couple sandwiches to take with you. Yeah, get some sandies, bro. Um, and second, just two things. One, stay on the trail. Two, do not go across a covered bridge. It is not safe. And immediately we're like, uh... Covered bridge. Going for it. What does he mean? Like, is he trying to, like keep us from finding the spear tree, which is probably on the other side of the covered bridge. What happened to the young Indian cousin boy? Did he get possessed by his spirit? Did he become the chief of his tribe because he could see the future? Like, why is Jason trying to keep us from going across this covered bridge? It's probably exactly where we need to go. And he was like, before you think you need to cross a covered bridge, one, spear tree? Not fucking real, dude. Not real. Uh, three. That is definitely and true. Two. That word you're kind of two. You're at five. Whatever. It doesn't. It was one word. <laughs> two. Cover bridge. Soup's dangerous. Seriously, don't go across it. Yeah. And we're like, okay, yeah, that's fine. We won't. Whatever, whatever, Jason. And so we like make our sandwiches. Like neither one of us talks to each other. He goes back to his writing and we're getting ready to leave. And he's like, seriously, Cherik. Covered bridge. No. Danger. We're like, okay. Got it. Jeez. Okay. So we start off on our hike. And we get to the top of the ridge. Let me just find the page again. Okay. We get to the top of the ridge and we decide, you know, we've been like up a steep ascent. Right, right, to the top right. of the ridge. It's been a little bit of a trek. Like, we're a little worn out. Mm -hmm. um, so we stop. We have some lunch. We eat our Sammies. We eat our PB&Js um, that we brought with us. And we get super sleepy. Uh, sometimes eating after a lot of exercise will do. Absolutely. And, uh, and we inadvertently fall asleep. Oops. Not on purpose. It's not like we took a nap, right? We accidentally fell asleep. Um, and we wake up in like rain. We're waking up to like raindrops, like hitting us, it is like pelting on the face. our face. And it steadily gets worse and worse. So well, yeah, like, there's like rumbles. It and was thunder it was too. like a sprinkle, and then we can see in the distance like rumbles of thunder and like big storm clouds coming over the top of the ridge. And before we know it, like the rain is just like pounding down, pounding, 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 pounding down on us. And, and we can hear the thunder in the distance. And immediately, the first thing that springs to our mind is you should not be covered under, or caught under a tree during a lightning storm. Right. Right. Because they are giant lightning rods. Right. That's right. So we take off like a dog after a bone. Okay. Down the other side of the ridge. Well, yeah. I mean, we just tried, we're trying to get away. So we end up going down the opposite side of the ridge. And because, like, back to where we came is just like forest and lightning storm. Right. We need to find cover. Right. So we take off down the other side of the ridge. Wolf Ridge. 
and uh, rain's pelting us. We like slip on the wet pine needles. Uh, we lose our footing. You know, we're sliding down the side of this mountain, essentially. Tumbling. Um, and we manage to catch ourselves on like a bush next to a big boulder that like loosens or unlodges like from the side of the yeah, mountain we like, we like kick it free. and like tumbles and it's like gathering you know like it's gathering we other rocks and boulders like landslide yeah. yeah rock slide and uh we're like whoo boy that was close right and uh but then we see it mm. the covered bridge naturally and we're like hey I know we're like, I know Jason said not, but this is unforeseen circumstances. Right. We, we can we take refuge. We must find there. cover. Let's take refuge in the covered bridge mm -hmm. just until the storm subsides and we're fine. We're fine. You know? Yeah. So we make our way to the covered bridge directly against our uncle's, you know, warning. And sure enough, I mean... Seems seems safe enough, right? It protects us from the rain, like some of the wind is howling, you know, like in between the cracks, but it seems stable enough. I mean, look, we were searching for cover and we found a covered bridge, so like it's it's appropriate. Yeah. So the storm passes. Yeah. Um and and we're like, "Hey, this bridge does not seem that sketchy. It's fine. Like it weathered this storm. Right. It should be fine." Right. Where, right? What I mean, if anything else is going to you know, destroy it. What could it possibly be? I should have be? mentioned that the entire time we're, like, walking up this ridge, we're, like, keeping an eye out for trees that match Jason's sketch. Naturally. We're, we're looking We're looking, looking for, for the, the spirit, spirit tree, tree, of course. And um, and so the storm passes. We're inside the covered bridge. We're like, man, this seems safe enough. Like, mm -hmm. we might as well cross to the other right. side of the bridge. Yeah. Like, it's safe. Like, it weathered the storm. It'll weather us walking to the other side. Totally. Right? We don't weigh very much. We don't weigh a ton. Nope. We're a small child. We are a kid. So, you know, after this, so we decide, you know, we walk to the other side of the bridge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we see it, dude. Okay. This is what then we really see good. it. it good. Then we freaking see it. Ooh, good. Good save. In, in the sky is a beautiful rainbow mm, mm -hmm. and and underneath of that rainbow mm -hmm. is a tree mm, mm -hmm. and we are immediately certain this is the spirit tree it looks just like the it sketch. looks just like the sketch we've found it We've discovered it. We're standing at the end of the covered bridge. I mean, there's so, a rainbow above it, for good sake. You know, we're still, like, we're still in the covered bridge, right? Tree. We're standing at the end. It's This is all kind of framed by, like, the other entrance of the bridge. Right. It's very picturesque, very, like, Bob Ross. It's that, like, you know, like, yes. moment, you know. But, like, we've found this thing we've been searching for. Jason was lying to us. All along. It is a very real tree. You know, the tree exists. If he was lying to us about that, he was probably lying to us about everything. Right. So, This we, bridge is safe. We take off out of the bridge and up this hill, and we go to see the spirit tree. Well. Right? A uh, small hiccup there. Okay. So we start to take off. Right. We're like, step forward. Um, and... We're just about to take off, taking in the amazing awesomeness of this picture of the tree and the rainbow and, like, the birds and, you know, and the smell of the, you know, air. So we're, like, we're, we're so passes. stunned by the serene Char beauty yeah, of yeah, this we're that, just we, kinda that like we, like, taking can't it even in. move. And then, as we're staring at the tree. Yeah. That's when it happens. What happens? A rock slide. Another rock slide? Yeah. Okay. That doesn't sound so bad. And, but this time, the rock slide smashes in to the bridge. The covered bridge? Yep. Okay. Dislodges it. Yeah. And us and the bridge yeah. plummet to the bottom of a seemingly never-ending gorge. The end. 
Chad, we were so close. We were so flipping close to this tree. It was right there, dude. We just, if we hadn't hesitated, we would have been there. It was right there, dude. Instead, we died at the bottom of a gorge. Well? How could this happen? I don't know, man. Seemed like the right decision. <sighs> this is one of those things where it's like you read three pages and you're like, it's getting really good. Oh my gosh, we found the tree. Oh my gosh, we're going to get there. Oh my gosh, we died. Yup. That's just not fair. That's not fair. Well, uh, what do you want to do? I mean, do you want to go to the meadow? I mean, I, I kind of do. I kind I mean, yeah, I do. How do you feel about it? I mean, I think we, I, let's, let's use the rules we've set up for yeah, ourselves. Like, we have one only, more ending. That's the only other option. We gotta, yeah. Clearly, we, Luis was wiser to the game than we thought she was. Right? You didn't give her enough credit. I didn't. She was like, hey. I think you should go to Wolfridge. Let, let me tempt Winky you. Let me tempt you with the old Reggie Ridge <sighs> here, and you will pay the price. See, what you didn't calculate was that she had read the previous books that the other people wrote, and so oh, she yeah, she or might she's not like have really written good any. With RA yeah, or but Ed, like, they're like she knew how to play you. Here's a classic CYO thing you should do: foreshadow to a choice, give them that choice, but then immediately kill them if they choose it. Right. Well, not immediately. Like let them make them think that it's going somewhere awesome, and then destroy them, crush their Fucking spirit. Monsoon, dude. <sighs> I don't even want to talk about it. I don't think we've ever died as quickly as that. I was like, one and done. <laughs> that was bad. It was so bad. Uh, okay, well, let's let's go to the meadow. I mean, I'm sure exciting things are in store in the meadow. We're going to turn to page 92, find some arrowheads. Let's do it. Wow. Uh, Chad, we haven't been very good at uh, getting through this book. I feel like we just now found, like, the really interesting story, you know? Right at the end? Yeah. With I, no no do-overs. No. Yeah. We got one shot at this. Yes, we do. Are you ready? Yeah. Hit me. Okay. So, we head to the meadow. And, um, you know, Jason's like, be back before dark. And we're like, right. Does anyone live in this log cabin that's burned out? He's like, only ghosts. No one's lived there for a hundred years. You're like, huh, right, okay, Uncle. So we picked ourselves some sandwiches, and we sling our camera, which has never been mentioned before, around our neck. We say goodbye, and we meander through the forest, taking some pictures, looking for a tree that looks like Jason's sketch of the spirit tree, but we which don't find any. Which is on the any. other side of Wolfridge. Right. So we don't find the spirit tree, and we find our way, though, to the small meadow which has a narrow stream trickling through it. And on the other side of the meadow is the cabin. But it doesn't look very burned out to us. There's some uh, curtains hanging in the windows, and there's some smoke rising out of the chimney. So we jog down the slope, and we jump across to the stream, and the cabin's ahead of us. And um, there's a young girl ahead, and she's like, Don't point that at me! Talking about our camera. And she's wearing a long, faded blue dress, and she's got straight brown hair. And uh, Eric, wasn't there a girl in Jason's book who yes, looked exactly, exactly like that? exactly like this. And so we're like, this is the girl from Jason's book. What is going on? Suddenly, though, we're grabbed from behind, and, there, and another voice says, My sister said not to point that thing at her. And suddenly there's the tip of a razor-sharp hunting knife at our throat. And we're like, oh my gosh, it's not going to hurt her. Who are you guys? And he says, Benjamin Scott. And we realize that that's also part of Jason's book that we read. And we say, your sister is Sarah. And he goes, how did you know that? And he loosens his grip. And then Sarah's like, oh, you must be related to the preacher. Let go of him, Ben. And so she hurries over and she's like, you're our first visitor in over a month. The no preacher? The preacher. Uh, yeah, the preacher. I don't know. No one's been around since their parents died of a sickness. So, like, the preacher came and buried their mother and father. Mm -hmm. And that's the last person that they saw. Besides us now. Yeah, uh-huh. Well. 
So Ben well, welcomes only once, us. You know finally. what I mean? Right, exactly. So like Ben extends his greetings. He's like, "Look, you're gonna be staying the night with us now, and then you can go on in the morning." And we're like, "Well, no, actually, like I can't really I'm stay. Gonna walk back to I, my. I house. gotta get to the ranger station." And Sarah's like, "Ranger station? What are you talking about? You're barely gonna be able to get to the top of the next ridge before dark, and the wolves are mean. The drought has left them with slim pickings." And we look to the top of the ridge, and the sun's already dipping in the sky, even though we left in the morning. And we're like, have we really spent that much time out here in the forest? Or have we truly, like, stumbled into a different century somehow? That's a long leap. It is. And so Ben offers for us to stay and eat their evening meal with them. So dinner. Uh... If we decide to stay and eat dinner with them, we turn to page 26. Or if we decide to leave and attempt to go home, quote unquote, turn to page 78. Uh, I suspect Ben, is that his name? Ben is his name. And Sarah. And Sarah is her name. Ghosts. You think so? Also dead. But They tricked me with the... Real people who are not dead trick last book. True. Not again, Louise. Not again. What if we did somehow travel back in time, though? Because the cabin isn't even burnt. It's a, it's like, it's, it's a legit cabin. It's there. Well, that's what I was thinking. And then you got to the part where you're all like, and the sun was already setting when we left in the morning. And right. And now I'm kind of like, what? Well, I mean, I'm, in general, I'm like, what? But my gut tells me if we leave right now, it's not going to go well. I feel like we got to stay. Yeah. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping, pumping and pumping in time. time. The green light flashes. The, the flags, flags go up. Churning, churning and burning, burning the year for the cup. cup. They definitely, definitely maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning, burning fast on an empty tank. tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. The prowess is potent and secretly stern. In her mind, she... No, that's a different part of the song. Anyway. <laughs> uh, no, I, reluctantly, I, I would probably stay. Like... You don't want to. I you... don't want to, but it seems like the best idea, but I really also feel like that's also not a good idea. But Chad, we're going the distance. You ate a Dove chocolate. Is it helpful here? Here's what my Dove chocolate says, Chad. Yeah. In the end, we only regret the chances we didn't take. <sighs> that is so applicable here. It really is. It's actually quite a good Dove chocolate for these stories. I'm glad you asked me about it because I kind of forgot. Because I ate it like two hours ago. Okay, well... I think we should stay, right? I think we gotta. I mean, I think, honestly, it's the best choice right now. I mean, it really seems like if we leave, we're gonna be eaten by wolves. Uh, it, like, or else, or something else terrifying will happen to us, which, I mean, is the... I definitely don't think we're gonna find the spirit tree. No. But we have potentially found some spirits. Oh, why? Oh, for there, for sure, ghosts. And, and I don't mean alcoholic-type spirits. No, we found plenty of those. Yeah. We definitely got those. So let's uh, let's hang around. Let's eat some dinner with these spirits. One, first off, I did some very excellent character voices. They there. were very, very excellent. I have been very lazy about my character voices today. Chad has been on top of it. Uh, so we decide to stay and have dinner with, quote, unquote, air quotes, Ben and Sarah. Rabbit stew. Rabbit stew. Sarah says, she says, you come out here on a good night. We we just got rabbit stew. Ben's been trying to get some rabbits for days and he, he finally got some. And here we go. We got some rabbit stew. You're going to be, it's going to be, you're going to love it. It's delicious. It's so good. And, uh, and so they ask us a lot of questions and we ask them like how long they lived here. And they tell us all about how They've lived there their whole lives, and their parents got really sick from, you know, the sickness. And then they died. And then the dad. And the preacher came and buried him. And, uh, and then they went, and we said, goodbye, Mom, Pa. See you in the afterlife. And, and, 
And Ben tried to get there with the medicine, but it couldn't get there fast enough, and the sickness was too far along. Ben was too slow. It's his fault our parents are dead. I blame him every day. Anyway. That was made and up. And then we ask the question we've been dying to ask mm. during the middle of dinner. We're like, hey, what do you guys know about, uh, you know, the spirit tree? The spirit tree? We're like, we're like, hey, did uh, anybody ever imagine... Like, mention, you know, like, some, like, sacred Indian tree, you know, that, like, grants you special powers and, like, maybe has ghosts and stuff. And immediately... <laughs> as subtly as possible. <laughs> immediately, their mood sours. And what was a somewhat jovial conversation turns south quickly and, and Ben's face gets very stern. Mm, go us. And he is like, what do you know about that tree? And we're like, honestly, nothing. Like, we want to know more about it. We want to know more about the tree and spirit possession. Uh, but that's kind of our quest. We've never actually been there. And Sarah tells Ben, she's, you know, talking to Ben, and she's like, you should not go there. Daddy said that we should never go there. Never go to spirit tree, Daddy said. And Ben's like, shut up. And, uh, Papa's dead now. I'm in charge here. No, that's not. He wasn't that mean. But oh, okay. He's like, I'm not gonna go there. But this young feller here wants to go there, and so I'm gonna take him. Darn tootin'. I don't know how these people in Maine got so old westy, but it happened. But it happened, and uh, we're just going to embrace it, okay, y'all? <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> This is Chad's interpretation of these characters, so we're going to run with it. Anyway, he says, I'll, Ben turns to us, he says, I'll scourge you to the tree. Did you say I'll scourge you? Yeah. I'll scourge you. Tree. Tree. Uh, come <laughs> on, it's at the top of the ridge. I said, come. I said, come. And so we reluctantly follow Ben. And right. we're, at this point, we don't feel like we have much of a choice. Well, he's like, like he's, he's not of, giving us much well, of a he's, choice. He's holding his hunting knife again, kind of yeah. menacingly. Menacingly. Which, is, which seems kind and of strange. And he's like, all right, one last final chance. Are you sure you want to go to this tree? So, it's our choice. If we say yes and go with Ben, we turn to page 38. If we decide not to go, we turn to page 46. So, you want to back out, right? Oh, yeah. It seems really scary. Yeah. Like, they are clearly freaked out by this tree. Yeah, and, and we probably should be, too. We probably should be. Yeah, maybe we can just live with Ben and Sarah forever. It seems really nice. Sarah's kind of cute. good stew. Sarah's kind of cute. Maybe we get married. Eat some rabbit stew every Screw day. that, dude. You know we're going to this tree. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you and I both know that... Yeah, there's no We're other option here. There's just like upward and onward, and that's about it. If there is a covered bridge still, like it's going to be in great shape. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right, because it's not super right. old and dangerous. It's right, like it's it's like a hundred years ago or more, and like maybe it's and just maybe been, we won't plumb maybe it it's into freshly a built. This time. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, excellent. Right, I love it. Like it's a good great plan. thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking ahead. Oh, and maybe if we go there this time, we could carve a warning to ourselves in the bridge where we stop to take refuge from the storm. We're like, don't go, Cherik. And well, then we'll see it when we died the last time, but and that then was, we won't die. No, that was an alternate timeline. I don't think I don't think we can affect that timeline in this timeline. You know what I mean? But what we oh. could do is potentially help somebody else not suffer the same thing like, that we it did. It is actually very dangerous. Seriously, don't go across this right. bridge. A hundred years from now, do not try to cross this bridge. Cherry. You will die. Signed, Cherry. Yeah. Oh, we'll sign our name, and then if we see it. Yeah. We'll exactly. Like, Fuck's going on. Exactly. And we better listen that, to ourselves. Yeah. I mean, if we don't listen to ourselves, who can we listen to? Right. You know. Well, let's turn to page thirty-eight. Let's do it. All right, y'all. So we say... I'm just going to let you take this one. Like, Okay. I'm just, just going to sit back this and is let all you me. paint a story. It's all me. I'm going to paint the story for y'all. Go ahead. So, we say, yeah, Ben, take me to the tree. And so he leads us into the shadowy forest, and a wolf is howling in the distance. Just like that. And he says, like, the tree is here. And he waves his hand ahead of him. And we're like, bro, there's dozens of trees here. Which one is it? 
And he's like, by morning, you're going to know. Goodbye. Wait. We, 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 we say, we say, wait. Did you get that? We, that's what we say. And we're like, why was Sarah so afraid of this tree? And he like yanks away from our grasp and he looks at us and his eyes are just full of terror and fear of the unknown. And he's like, the tree is the dwelling place of the dead. And his voice is like cracking as he speaks because he's so horrified. And he's like, spirits, good and evil nature, they wait in his branches. And they possess the souls of those who come near. You really shouldn't go look at it. You don't want to get possessed. And we're like, you mean we could become someone else? What? And then he wrote, he's like, look, what we are does not show on the outside. And he backs away into the forest. And again, we try to, you know, we're like, wait, dude, like, what? Don't just leave us here, but our cry. He said the, what? What? What did he say? He said, what we are does not show on the outside. Did you get that this no, time? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm terrified. Go ahead. All right. Well, you should be, because uh, it's pretty terrifying. So he leaves us. And our cry for him is drowned out by the wolf again. Oh! Precisely. So we circle a lot of the pine trees looking for Ben. Yeah, but he's disappeared. And it's pitch black. And we're like, look, Cherik, stay calm. It's fine. We're going to be okay. Our knees are shaking. We're super freaked out. But we wanted to find this tree, and this is what we get for it. And so we sit down by a small pine tree dwarfed by the towering trees around it. And then we think, what if Ben and Sarah are possessed by spirits? Yeah. We gotta what if get they out are here. spirits? We got to get out of here. But this spirit tree is apparently dangerous, but we have no idea which one it is. So how do we know how to avoid it? It's probably the tiny one we're sitting under. Well, that's a thought. The, the, Charlie so, Brown Christmas style. <laughs> oh, and that tree was so innocent, though. Or was it? So the wolves grow louder, and between the howls, we hear a human cry. Like a, just a, like a human scream, right? Yeah. And we're like, could the wolves have trapped a bit on the ridge? Should we go check? So if we go toward the wolves to see if we can save Ben, if that's even who's crying, turn to page 17. Or if we try to find our way back to the ranger station right now in the dark of night in a strange and foreign land that we have somehow found ourselves in, we turn to page 64. This is probably, like, of all the choices that we've made so far in this extraordinarily long podcast, like, this is one that, like, I honestly don't know which would be better. Like, I can't... Uh... On the one hand, I would like to help someone if they're in danger and Yeah, screaming no, that's and... a noble act. On the other hand, though, like, either of these options, I don't know, like, how we're going to find our way to either of them. Like, we have more of a chance finding who's screaming than finding our way back to the ranger station at this point. Because it's pitch black. It's nighttime. And we don't know where we are. But why can't we find the tree? Because it's pitch black. And all the trees look the same. Apparently. Except for this tiny one. Which we took refuge under for the moment. I don't know, dude. What? Okay, you got a dub chocolate over there. What? What does it say? It says, "Live your life every day with no regrets. It'll be worth it." Not unhelpful, but not terribly helpful. Good life lesson. Thanks, Dub. Right. So, like, no regrets either way. We make this choice. No regrets. No regrets. <sighs> I, do, I, I'm, I'm uh, befuddled. Okay, look, honestly, I think that we should go toward the wolves. Uh-huh. I would, I would rather die Why? trying to maybe save someone from being eaten by wolves than like trying to find our way back to the ranger station when we don't know where it is and we don't even know if it will be there or if we've like transported to a different time or for visiting spirits or like what is going on this dude's already dead ben yeah you don't know that no we went back in time 
Oh, I thought you meant like he'd be eaten by wolves. I no, I mean, but maybe that's how he died. Who are we to interfere with the natural course of events? Well, look, if we go save him and then affect the timeline here forward, then sure, the future would change dramatically. But we, I mean, you know, we would just be trying to do a service to this guy. Look, how much could saving one life really affect the course of human history, Chad? You know full well, drastically. <laughs> okay, I do know full well, drastically. I read A Sound of Thunder when I was in school, so, like, for sure, it's a big deal. I've watched The Butterfly Effect. Is that, is that, is that the same thing? Like, does he step on a butterfly and then it changes the entire future of no, the world? No, he, like, saves his friend from getting hurt. Oh, okay. But it's called The Butterfly Effect as an homage to A Sound of Thunder. Ashton Kutcher's in it. I see. Well, that just makes me want to watch it even more. Not. You can watch The Butterfly Effect 2 and 3 as well. Oh, my God. They made sequels to that? Yeah, two is actually pretty good. Really? Does yeah. it even make any sense? Yeah, because he goes back and tries to do it again. Oh, it's kind of like Back to the Future 2. Interesting. Because he thinks he's learned so much more that he can do it better this time. Interesting. Which he can fix it. And, and he of can course, fix it the stuff that he screwed up. Doesn't the last go time. well. It doesn't go well at all. Never. Yeah. So you think by going to the ranger station, we would completely bypass all of the future changing I don't know dude I, I really don't know I'm just trying to like get to a point where I feel like I have a good choice here you don't feel like decision. either of these are good choices no I mean I agree with you I feel like on the one hand if we go after Ben we're just gonna get eaten by wolves right potentially but I mean like if we go try and find the tower we're just gonna be wandering through the woods potentially getting eaten by wolves anyway like or either we could potentially wander and find the spirit tree and then get possessed that sounds like fun. maybe by good or evil spirits it didn't say yeah i mean possession is possession chat we're still gonna it's lose. nine tenths of the we're law we're gonna lose ourselves no matter what we get possessed by you know but what if we're like the uh you know, the the one person that the tree's been waiting for this whole time to, like, okay. set it free. We're the chosen one? Yeah. Right. Okay. Potentially. But what if that happens while we go try and save what someone? What if Ben's magic, not Ben, Jason. Jason's magic? And everything he writes in his book is coming to life for real. Oh, it's, like, stranger than fiction. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And that's why this is so messed up and why, like, it looks like we've gone to the past and and he's written us into his book. So we're like the Harold Crick of Jason's story. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who that is. That's the main character in Stranger Than Fiction. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think that's right. It's like being John Malkovich or something. I haven't seen that one. Okay. I know I probably should, but I haven't. Whatever. It's really artsy. Right. Okay. Is this helping us make a decision? Well, what would Jason have written us to do? If that's the premise that we're going with, that everything Jason writes is real. Look, if everything Jason writes is real, and if this equates to a stranger-than-fiction story, then we would be the hero of that story and try to save this person who's crying out for help. Because if we tried to find our way home, we probably just never would. Right. That's a selfish choice. And by being selfish, we would inevitably lead ourselves to our own destruction. Right? Okay, let's go try to save Ben? Or this person? This person. It's a, all it says is we hear a human cry. We assume it's Ben. We assume it's Ben, because he's the human that is around this area right now with us. Who just disappeared. Right. So theoretically it's Ben, but no matter who it is, like we could try to help them. Which is the more honorable decision. All right. Okay. So we're going to turn to page 17. Whew. Okay. All right. Well, 
I'm going to try to just remember what I read real quick. I'm not going to try to read this, but... It's, yeah, you know, just uh, summary. Okay, here's what happened, y'all. Summary time. Here's what happened, summarizing it. We take off in a dash. Yeah. Towards the sound of the howls. Um, we run up the side of the mountain, and quickly we see Ben laying on the ground with not one, not two... Not six, but four. But four wolves <laughs> circling around him. Um, and we know quickly. We like look around for the weapon, but the only thing is available is Ben's knife, which is like gleaming on the ground next to him. Right. You know, why shining why in the he's moonlight. not using it? We have no idea. Well, we're unsure. He appears to be injured. I guess that's true. Yes. <laughs> so the only thing we have at our disposal is the camera that mm. we have hanging around our neck. Mm-hmm. Quickly, we use our wits, and we start just snapping pictures of the wolves. And as we flash do, the flash off. bulbs yeah. are going off. It's one of those old-timey cameras with the flash cubes on top. Yeah. Think and like so, rear window. Yes. Is that a movie? Yes. It's an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Great. So we're flashing the flashbulb and it scares the wolves and they start to run away one and then two and then the rest of the pack run away frightened by the flash of light. And like Ben's also a little freaked out by the flash of light and we're like, because we kind of approach him and he kind of just like scoots back a little from the camera and we're like, hey dude, no, it's fine. And he's like, sorry, I'm like, he's like, I was running and then I tripped on this root and I sprained my ankle. And uh, so we help him up, and we help him back to the cabin. Mm -hmm. uh, we, you know, Sarah pulls down a mat from us from the loft. We curl up next to, in the kitchen next to the door. Right. And we're, like, out. We're done. We're, we're out, you know. Super pooped. Um, so we wake up. It's morning. And we wake up to a man standing over us. And it's? Jason. Oh, my gosh. And he was, like... Are you okay? We're like, what just happened? Uh, why are you here? Why is the... And the cabin's like burned down now, right? right? It's like burnt the burnt out shell of the cabin that we went to sleep in, which was like fully like cabiny before. Right. But now it's not. And and he's like, we'll talk back at the lookout. You know, he's like, come on. So we follow him back up to the lookout and... Um, and we tell him all about our adventure. We tell him about, you know, the tree and the wolves and Ben and Sarah and, and Ben taking us out and us taking refuge under this tiny tree and whatnot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, how we ended up back at the cabin and how Ben was hurt. And he was like, honestly, this doesn't surprise me. You know, Henry tells me about similar people who have like kind of these excursions into the past that usually coincide with when he visits the tree. Yeah. And then we're like, but we never even visited the tree. And then we think back, you know, and then Ben says, Oh, here I am. going to look this part up. Oh, no, Jason says, Jason. Um, we're like, Hey, unks, Jason, we, um, we've never Jason. even, See, you know, we, we never made it to the tree. It, right. We were never by a tree that looked anything looked like, like your it, sketch. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, uh, we never saw it. And he's like, that sketch just came from my imagination. He's like, I, be I mean, I believe everything you're saying, you know, that you didn't imagine it. Um, but, you know, he's like, maybe this is a quote. This is the end. And he's like, I believe you, he says. Maybe it's the same with trees as it is with people. What they are just doesn't show on the outside. Mm. So I think I was right earlier the, the when I little tree the was little tree, tree was the spirit tree. Just, Charlie browned mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that was the end. But this is the end of, of the book. Right. Maybe trees are like people. You just can't tell what they are on the outside. Which I think, you know, leads kind of right into the what did we learn? portion of this podcast which is like you know it's the classic you can't judge a book by its cover sort of a thing like, yeah i mean i think that was kind of the theme of for the sure. end of that book that's, there. that's what it seems like you know what people are on the outside doesn't necessarily match what they are on the inside and you should take the time to get to know a person before you make snap judgments but also interestingly the 
the completely other storyline that we read kind of seems to almost contradict that, where Mary Ellison kind of knew how to predict human nature and that those convicts were just super selfish and wanted the money for themselves and didn't want to necessarily share it and she knew how to work that so that it came out in her favor. You know what I mean? Hmm. Not saying that, you know, what we learned isn't correct, but just that it's not always a hard and fast rule. Like, guideline. A, like maybe a sometime, A yeah. guiding principle, It's more like guidelines than rules anyway. You know, it's like the pirate code. Right. Yeah. Or the speed limit. Or the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming from two people who are not officers of the law. Um... I've seen plenty of officers of the law not going the speed limit. Well, also true, but you know, without you, their lights on, you never know where they're going. Though maybe they are saving kittens from trees. Who knows? Um, anyway, but yeah, no, that was an interesting. Book. I mean, yeah, no, good point. It it wasn't as um, terrifying. Terrifying, yeah. For for a book titled Forest of Fear, I was never scared. Maybe we just didn't find the scary bits. I don't know. I feel like there wouldn't... I don't know. From what we've read, I wouldn't imagine that there would be many scary bits in that book. But maybe you're right. I feel like we did read quite a bit of it. We read... I mean, we read a decent amount of it, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. We read a lot. Um, So, yeah. I mean, we learned a little bit. And uh, we found some good endings. Yeah, no, and, I, uh, I mean, all in all, successful podcast. I all in say. all, I, I think it was a very, fairly interesting book. Oh, definitely interesting. Scary. Started no. slow. Yeah. Got better. Yeah. I would say, yeah, no, it got, it got more interesting the further we went into it and the, and the further choices we made. I think if we could have had, like, skipped the convict storyline and had, like, that one extra right, choice to, right. like, really choose where yeah. we wanted to, like go back to on the other storyline we could have like really really dove in there you know yeah it was kind of a bummer that the convict storyline didn't really have anything to do with the mystery of the spirit tree and things like that right um completely ignored it yeah so that was a little bit of a bummer but at least even though it was a little bit of a sidetrack we managed to really just come out on top of that storyline so that's good indeed yeah so you know all in all all right. Well, why don't we say thanks to our friends who Sayonara. helped make this podcast happen? Yeah, and um, check us out again on the line at cherrypodcast.com. On the line, y'all. So uh, yeah. Uh, until next time, I have been Eric. I've been Chad, and together we have been <gasps> Cherry. And uh, we'll catch you again, folks. Don't worry, we'll be back. Bye, y'all.